You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Team 76 bringing us in episode number 176 Up straight to the point, my name is Chris, here are my I got Jay Dub. What's going on? What's going on? And so much has passed since the last time we talked. We have a new Super Bowl champion. We have new All Star, you know, All Star game to to complain about. All Star weekend that was kind of lackluster. Jerry, we'll talk about all that, but let's start. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Let's start with Kansas City. Let's start with San Francisco. Time has passed. The bad takes or the all the takes about the game have kind of gotten out. So now I want to ask you, as someone who watched the game, as someone who was in the city, what was your takeaway of the game, and what did you take away from both the teams? Uh, the game wasn't horrible. Like it, it was like, it, like again, a lot of people like hate on the Super Bowl because like it wasn't as high, high octane as the previous one where it was Hurts versus, um. Mahomes, but that just goes to show you the different caliber of teams that they're playing. The offenses were different. Defense were just like weren't as locked in as it was this game than it was prior to. This game was a little bit more uh, field-centric where they were just really trying to get as much ground as they can cover. Uh, defenses' lines were just locked in. And a lot of the play callings were a little stagnant, a little scary from both sides, but uh, what this showed to me, when man, when you watch Mahomes, dude, that dude balls out, and he, he like he was having such a lackluster first, kind of like he started to pick it up a little bit in the second quarter, but that second half he was a little bit more engaged, a little bit more involved. He was just making the right throws, and it just to show you why we keep trying to say like he's like the next comparison to Tom Brady, or, like the the best quarterback in the NFL, everything like that, because that dude was just playing phenomenal football throughout the entire game. Like when it comes to just like how he controlled the pace. Even if guys were dropping balls or if he was making a bad throw, he just kept staying in it. And then Purdy didn't have a bad game. Like everybody's coming at Purdy for having a bad game. He didn't have a bad game at all. No, nah, not at all. He, he play, I thought he played relatively well. Like he did what he was supposed to do. He just like there were just throws where he missed, right? Like it was, and that's, it was two, that's what happened. It was two. It was two throws. The one in particular, the overthrow on the hot route when Tyu. Um, no. I don't know if he was going. I can't remember if he was going to IU, but when uh, McDuffie blitzes and he's untouched, and he gets to Purdy basically in like two seconds. Yeah, that was third and short, and I'm, that's I think he's going to IU, like you said. Yeah, that was that's the, the, that's the first down. And I, that might have been a touchdown. There was no, no, nothing. the overthrow. Or you, the overthrow you think about in the back of the end zone when he was trying to go to the flat and got hit. Yeah, and then Ayuk was wide open downfield. Uh, he threw it. It was just a bad. Un- I think it might have been under Ayuk. It was either under or over, and that that was a touchdown play, wide open touchdown play. If he had just if the throw had connected, but the pressure got to him, and I'm like, I, I'm not mad at that throw. I'm not mad at the fact that he took the he even took the shot. I, I think I was just mad that they strayed away from it, knowing how open Ayuk was getting in that game, right? But this always comes down to my biggest problem with the Niners that after this game, more people have mentioned it. But coaching, they've coached themselves out of yep. two Super Bowls now. Yep. 
And Kyle Shanahan has coached himself out of three. Yep. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand how you get multiple double-digit leads in three straight Super Bowls that you're in, and you lose all three. Yep. That is unbelievably bad. Like, that's a supreme choke job. But the thing that cemented it for me is the difference between great and elite coaching is that Kyle Shanahan might be a great coach. But Andy Reid is the elite of the elite because their players, Kansas City's players, are saying, well, we knew about the overtime rules. We knew about the playoff rules. We were, we were well aware we had a plan, et cetera. San Francisco outright admitted, yeah, we ain't, we ain't know the rule. How, how, if you have an elite head coach, quote, unquote, elite head coach, and you don't know the rules of the game that you're playing? Confusing. And for them to be so... I don't know what the word I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Not up front, but like no one kind of acting like they were they were honest. <laughs> the words you were honest. I mean they were honest. honest. But like they honestly didn't know the rule, which is my the confusing. funny part the funny part to me is what if San Francisco had won I'm sorry, what if San Francisco had scored the touchdown on that first drive? Would they have started celebrating like they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like yeah. could you um, do you know how sorry yeah. that's going to do you? They like that's what they probably the check was they probably not, that was that's that's like Bellinelli against the Celtics game uh, game three or whatever it is, and they dropped the confetti and the Sixers end up losing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, they they they'd have, uh they'd have got off a little too early there, but that's like again coaching schemes. Like where where but like yo, what, what are you doing? Like, like how do you, how, Jared? Tell me, tell me any example of any great coach across sports that has this many double-digit leads, like fit, like blown lead. I'm not even talking like this biggest stage, and you just collapse every time. Oh man, uh, not in a like not in a championship setting, no. And then now when you've been there more than most people can ever count, right? Like three times is. Once not like twice as a head coach, once as a coordinator, but three times is like, dude, you're you're breaking statistical odds going to Super Bowl three different times, and in all those times you've had a ten plus lead, and blew it. That like that's not known. Like you're own three and ten plus leads. The crazy part, the crazy part is right. The more that they, the more that Kyle Shanahan continually fails. Dan Quinn off the hook for that Atlanta stuff. Yep. Like, you can start shifting blame around. Now Steve Wilkes gets fired. People are saying he's a scapegoat. But there were problems with Steve Wilkes going back throughout the season. So now, who is San Francisco going to replace Wilkes with? I like, who's not, I mean, Cowboys just – Cowboys went out and just uh, hired Mike Zimmer. Maybe there is – maybe there's a, a – I mean, do they want Brandon Staley? There's a connection there. I'm not, I'm not, you know, maybe, I don't know. He's, you know, him and Shanahan, McVay, they all in the same kind of tree. Yeah. Any other na- any other names out there, Jared, that I may be, like, missing? Maybe it's an internal candidate. I, I doubt it'd be internal. I doubt it. You don't think they would go back to someone? You don't think they would go back to someone more more along the lines of D'Amico Ryan, Robert Sala? Because Wilkes Wilkes was an outside guy. He had he was doing his thing in other places. 
He was the head coach for a cup of coffee last year in Carolina, and they were actually yeah. decent. You know, he was the head coach for a year in, I think, Arizona, and they, you know, weren't anything good. So maybe there's a situation where there's an internal candidate versus bringing some bringing another external guy in. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't really see it. it. Might it might be the Staley move? Because at the end of the day, I don't see him getting another head coaching job right away, right? And he's a defensive minded guy. I don't. Wilkes, Wilkes being fired was just a scapegoat move, in my opinion. I don't, I don't really care what, like how how they want to like sugarcoat it. That was a scapegoat situation. They had to get rid of somebody. They're not trying to get rid of Kyle Shanahan because of everything he's done for this organization. They going to two Super Bowls, so obviously there's not a this pedigree there. It just he comes up short mm-hmm. when it matters in the Super Bowl, like literally when the Super Bowl comes. That's when he comes up short. That's when the play calling gets a little. In my in my my opinion, it's a little uh, scared. Like that's just what I've continuously seen. When there's opportunities there and they just aren't making the big play, yes, uh, Purdy did miss that uh touchdown to Ayuk. That was, the, but then again, like just think about it, if he did throw that touchdown to Ayuk, they might have had like it would be a different conversation because they probably would have celebrated too early, and then the Chiefs might still win the game, right? Like so, there's a whole conundrum around that. But I, I can't, I don't really know how, what direction they're gonna go in the coordinator spot because like Steve Wilkes was doing a pretty decent job this year with the talent he but, had and it's not there was a lot of but there was a lot of internal things that's now coming yeah, yeah. out he was he was on shaky they, ground they did not they did not get along nope and yeah there was so shaky ground with him so now there's big names floating around because bill belichick hasn't been hired well would i don't bill see belichick, him coming to the 49ers though would bill Be- i mean could you imagine could you imagine him. how this just hyper this just humor me for a second could you imagine if it's bill belichick Running a deep, running that defense, they'd be locked in. Could you imagine if it's Pete Carroll running that defense? He was a former defensive coordinator. I can see that he doesn't. He might want to. I mean, he might want to stick it to Seattle. Same thing. Richard Sherman did. Richard Sherman went down to San Francisco too. After Seattle got rid of him, Uh, Rex Ryan's name has been floating around there. He's he's been he's been interviewing for some jobs. I mean, Rex. Listen, Rex comes from a football family. Shanahan comes from a football family. Maybe there's some common ground there. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's not that many names. If they want to do a big name, big name, I mean, those are the three biggest names, Staley, yeah. Carroll, and, and Bill Belichick. No, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really see anybody else. I'm not, saying that they, I'm not saying that they would do it. Of of the likelihood of those happening, I would say Staley would be one, mm-hmm. Carroll would be two, Belichick three. Yeah, Belichick for sure three. No, it's not even yet. Belichick for sure three. I don't think Belichick would take a lesser role like that. He'd probably just do something else in, in his life, in his career before he he regulates himself to a coordinator spot. Would uh, Belichick? So there's a lot of talk about Belichick should go on TV. I don't know if I can do see the that. do the. Nah, listen, do the do the do the doc playbook. Coach the game on TV, but you're not talking to the people per se. You talking to the rest of the league, like yo, I still know what I'm talking about, which is fine. But like, Doc got personality. Like that's what you you can. You I, I, I mean, personality. Doc Bro. sitting there. Doc personality when he sit there, mouth nah, agape, man. confused, don't know what's going on. He nah, got that rest. He got when that ashy voice on my television. Stop. I wouldn't know that. When Doc was talking for games with Doris Burke and them, again, it's like all-star cast NBA, but when he's talking with them, 
he was in it, involved. He made little jokes, side comments, everything like you, that. You don't tell him. You don't tell me Belichick can't. can't Belichick's do that. never done that in his life. Belichick, like he wasn't even the type to make jokes in class in high school. Like that dude don't. Belichick. No, 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 no. We've seen you every know, Belichick. Wait, 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 wait. Do you remember when they did the top one hundred joint and it was Belichick, Chris Collinsworth, like the round table, and Belichick start. When Belichick going to start gushing about somebody, he's actually entertaining to listen to. Like when you hear him talking about, talk about Ed Reed, that was like about, one time out of like a thousand. And let's say, for instance, but that's all you, Belichick's yeah. got a Fox game commenting, and but we've Fox got but some we terrible always, scheduling. But we've always known that Belichick's press conference thing was just a gimmick. Like that's man, that was though, that was literally that's low key how he is. He was like, man, I don't feel like talking right now. And if Belichick's on TV, like, man, I don't feel like talking about this player. It's gonna be like I mean, but Belichick. Wait, 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 wait. Belichick's whole thing is doing your job. That's his whole thing. If he signed up for that job, he got to do it. I don't see Belichick. He's gonna gonna tap dance if he wants to. Belichick not doing TV. He, I don't think he wants the whole TV persona. Because if he does, if he does, I'd be surprised. Like super surprised. I doubt he's doing it. I mean, if you told me nobody hired him, I'd have been surprised. Like nobody, I, I hit, have been nobody kicked the run. Nobody kicked the tires on Belichick. Come on, really? I wouldn't be that surprised either because of his asking price, and we already talked about his asking price. But I we don't know what his asking price, price was. Well, we, Atlanta we said Atlanta. Atlanta said he never asked for anything. No, no, never asked. Atlanta came out and said that he wanted uh, the head coach. If, if given the head coach spot, he wanted a little bit more. Say when it came to the yeah, get them get them other bozos out of there. Right, that's I, like you that's ask for a lot. That's asking for a lot. No, 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 no. He ain't say I gotta do it. Just get them bums out of there. He was like, I don't gotta do get it, but people, like, I, no. I want my voice a little bit. Belichick, like it was Belichick went into the Belichick went to the building. Said, Mister Blank, I want the people in charge of putting Desmond Ritter on the field last year. X communicated immediately. Man, that dude was no. Nah, that dude was basically like, yo, I want to make sure I can keep drafting who I is that, draft. Is that not a fair trade, Jared? If you you watched Desmond Ritter last year, no, Desmond Ritter was going regardless. I just think his, his the control that he's asking for, the control they want to give up. No team wants to give that up. Like the Patriots gave it up, but the Patriots gave it up is because he backed it up. Now it's like, well, you got you several years removed for bagging it up. Like you never yeah, you got you got reprove it again. Which, right, is, yeah. which is true. And which, which is, is but he's at his age, he's like, man, reproving it. I don't got time for that. Like this isn't like where I'm here. No, I'm here to break the record and dip. I'm not. Yeah, here. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not here, here to build case thing. Like, like I'm not here to build. He's the opposite of what Pop is. Pop's like, yeah, I, I'm cool staying with rebuilds. I'm cool with just developing guys. My team's at where it's at. I've done what I've done, right? Like Pop's like, I'm uh Pop's like, I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, I'm just gonna keep coaching. I got Victor now. He's like, all right, I'm not we're not about to he's not about to be no take us to the playoffs first first time as a rookie. It's not happening, but he's regulating his minutes. Oh, he's just doing his thing. Doc Pop's out there having fun coaching. Bill's like, man, I ain't finna go through no rebuilds. He's like, I ain't finna lose my voice as no not a GM, but I'm trying to tell people, yo, yo, just draft him, let's draft him. Bill's like, I'm not, I'm not finna watch another. Bill wants full control so he can draft yeah. the army fullback. He wants full control. He's like, man, if I can't get that, well, I don't know what we're talking about. Phone calls over, boop, boop. that's it. And that I understand it. I just like Bill, you at the age where I, I you Bella, want hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody talking about Brady rings. Belichick got eight of them things. Yeah, he can hang up. He can hang up on the Falcons. Oh, anybody. So it's like, man, if he's like, if I don't get what I want, why would I even? Why am I settling for less? It's probably the, the mindset I'm having with him. It's just I don't just see him going on TV. I can see him just basking in the retirement glow, and he's like, man, I'm cool. 
And then he may be done. No, 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 no. Jerry, I can't see him. I can't see him being done permanently. No, nah, this, this close here. This I'm gonna say this close to to the record. I don't Man, think, I don't a, think team, a team will pick him up just like Doc got picked up. The only difference is Doc was on TV while also coaching, I guess, on the like through the game announcement, giving out you know secret advice or whatever. If that that's the rumor. That's that's what the that's what the that's what that's the streets what the, are saying. That's what the people are saying. But uh Bill might just be like actually giving out actual help to coaches, but just now on television. He he get picked up because again, there's gonna be a team. Somebody mid-season firing happens all the time in the NFL. So there's a lot of hot seats guys now on hot seats. Literally. Like coaches that still have a job, air quotes, have a job, Ooh, but they Jared, can't believe it. Jared, I, who, give me give me a team that you can see Belichick coaching after next I guess after next season. Because right the, the one t- there's one team that ironically popped in my head, which would be funny if it happened. I thought the Bears, to be honest, because Iberfus can go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I would entertain it because they could give Belichick everything he wants when it comes to hey man, listen, if you want to take over, got, GM, I mean, take over GM, you want to take Ryan, over coaching, take over coaching. If they want to fire Ryan Poles, I would nobody would be, nobody would stop him. Nobody would be no fan so would be angry about it. But now Bears fans might be angry for other reasons. You mean they got a quarterback? But as when it comes to organizational standpoint, I don't think the fans will be mad at the organization decision to say, you know what? We bring but, in the greatest to help try and make us the greats. Like, but let me let me in this hypothetical scenario, right? Because we're talking about Chicago's organizational, where do they go? So they're in the conundrum right now. They got the number one pick, and there's a lot of talk about should they or should they not keep Justin Fields? Should they move forward with Fields? Should they draft Caleb Williams? Whatever the case may be. Can you give me a logical, logical reason to keep Justin Fields? To keep Justin Fields, if you the Bears, nah, why would you do it? I can't do it because I, I mean, I guess I can. Uh, growth that he showed throughout the season will put him at a standpoint where now you just got to build. You got to keep building around him, and get that O line, and just bolster up your defense. And boom, you have a you could have a Packers type of season where you can sneak into the playoffs in this NFC. Uh, conference with like a barely, but, but barely let me ask you, record. But let me ask you this: What's who has the who has the higher ceiling for who? in in Chicago? Who has the higher ceiling? A new hypothetical new quarterback. We're gonna say Caleb Williams just for this because you could argue. I could argue any of the new guys got a higher ceiling because you're starting from scratch and you have none scratch. of the baggage. Fields got all this baggage holding him down. He's not going to be able to. Get out of this with another year of a new offensive coordinator. Oh no, I wouldn't even. If I'm Fields, I wouldn't even want to touch the Chicago Chicago team. I, if I'm Fields, I don't want to be there. And if I'm the Bears, I don't want him there. I mean, he's going to. They're going to pay. They're going to have to pay him, and he's going to have to take the money. And they're going to be stuck in this. It's like it's going to be like one of the bad marriages. They don't like each other. They only in it for the money. One team don't want to give him the money. But if he were to hypothetically ball out next year and they keep him, they're pretty much forcing themselves to, to pay him. Yeah, and then, then you got another question. Do you keep Iberfus another year? Which, again, the reason why I'm not keeping him anyway is because they kept Iberfus. They kept Iberfus. Okay, they kept Iberfus. If you want to argue, they got rid of Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, bringing Shane Waldron from Scape Seattle. Goat. Scapegoat, but yeah, sure. I mean, Getze stunk, but whatever. He, he did, but he, did. Like he stunk a long way. Like, the argument being that Fields doesn't have competent stuff around him, competent coaching, especially. I could, okay, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. 
Yeah, a, a receiver and a half, a tight end. A receiver end, and a half, a tight end, a decent tight end. No, no, no decent no, running back. No, no decent online. No decent online. No decent running back. Again, I'm not trying but, to throw shade at the running back, but it, it's not. Come on. It's not. It's not. Well, David Montgomery right? was there. David Montgomery was their guy, and then you kind of let him walk because you didn't want to pay him. And then you they, heard, they had Herb, Herbert was there. Herbert got hurt. Yeah, but you had opted for Khalil right? Herbert. It just wasn't a move. It wasn't. It just I mean, wasn't, yeah. Herbert was decent, but he got hurt. Anyway, there is no hyper, There is no scenario where, A, financially it makes sense for Chicago to, to hitch their wagon to Fields long term. Nope. B, it don't make sense for Fields to, to want to be there long term. Too much turmoil, too much baggage. Let him go to Pitt. I, I've been saying Atlanta for the longest because of the weapons, but Pittsburgh is emerging as a rumored possibility. Like Vikings. Like Vikings. If the if Chicago let Minnesota, if Chicago let Fields go to Minnesota, that tells you all they need, all about they Bears. know about That's Fields. Right that tells you everything. That about tells you all they know about. No, that tells you where they where they stand on Fields. They must think he no threat at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true because it is an in division trade that. Because think about it. In, in division trades don't happen ever, especially ever. between the Bears and Vikings. That ain't and especially rare. between especially with quarterbacks. Yeah, no, that'd be so rare. But if you put Fields with the Vikings, oof, that offense. But here's the, but here's here's the, here's the thing: Does Fields like give you like more than just flashes? Because Fields will give you a flash. No, I think Fields so. Will, and that offense give you yeah. de- like, but he don't give you consistently like upper echelon quarterback play. Well, in my opinion, not consistently. No, 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 no. Look at look at the numbers. He threw 16 touchdown passes last year, nine interceptions. It wasn't great. Right. I mean, it, it picked I mean, up. It picked up. It it, okay, it picked up, but if you he had a he had a four-game stretch last year. He did. Of excellent play. Yeah. What he what did he do around the rest of the season? Like, what did he do? Average. Mediocre. If that, yeah. If the, at best mediocre, I'm not about to. I'm not about to hitch my wagon for another year for this guy who gives me four good games a year and the rest of it is mediocre. Yeah. At best, it's mediocre. Like it's not. He don't. He don't take. He don't take the check down the under reef routes. He takes bad sacks. Like it's just dumb. It's dumb play at the worst times. Like there's no. Oh, it's, there's it's, no. It's, it's laughable. It's, it's the opposite. It's, it's the opposite of Mahomes. That's what, that's what you want to say. It's the opposite of what Mahomes does. Now, nah, Mahomes don't. No, nah, listen. You sack Mahomes, you you did something. Yeah, because he got sacked at one time in Super Bowl, rare, by the 49ers, and boom. He said, oh, that's the last sack y'all gave him me all game. Which, and then he, that was legit the last sack they got all game. And then that's right. what helped them get a 10-point lead, that unsacked. Never never got sacked again, and they ended up losing the game in overtime. So it's like, okay. Fields, on the other hand, takes some sacks because he's either holding the ball too long or he's trying to scramble, and there's nothing to scramble. There's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fields just needs a fresh start anyway. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm already really saying there's really no argument for him to stay. You and your head coach aren't not to me getting along like that. You you lost the Africans coordinator, and it wasn't like he was helping you. Up and then that, that is that is reports he's unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. Oh, yeah, he even he already said a goodbye post after his last presser. He like tweeted or not tweeted. He, yeah, did an Instagram post saying goodbye. It'd be really unfortunate to already had said this goodbye post, and you got to come back into that locker room. That's kind of weird, like. You just got. I mean, you could just say it's I was happening. saying about it's, it's happening saying about the, the season. That's what. That's what. That's the excuse that we made. But no, he was saying about the Bears. But this happened before, where guys say goodbye, thinking that they're getting traded or moved, and they haven't. Like they haven't. Not to say they're of the same caliber, but Furkan Korsman has asked for a trade 
for three years, and he just now saying goodbye. Long so, live Furcon. So it's like, I mean, the Bears got a lot of options though with two first round picks. It's just how they go about it. Fields, they'll get another third, if not high second for Fields. I, I think you're I think, not getting I a think first. third. You're getting a third for Fields. You're yeah, I'm like, you're not getting a first. Maybe second might, is generous. A second is very. You're very optimistic. You, I think you at, believe in his potential at, a lot. At best, what did Trey Lance get? Trey Lance got what? A third and a fourth, I think. I mean, I can look it up for you. Give me a second. If Trey Lance got a third and a fourth, I'm just right, let's go with that while you look it up. If Trey Lance got a third and a fourth, then I would probably get Fields a third and two fourths. Nah, he was just a fourth. It was just a fourth. Okay, give me a third for Fields. Give me a third for Fields. Yeah, I, the highest I'd get is a, a high third, not a not like a third. Give me third. no. Give me a, give me a mid round third round pick. Bears wipe they Bears can wipe their hands of Fields. Take uh, Caleb Williams or whoever if they want to take another quarterback. Whatever. I would. But but it I doesn't take it first. But it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to people who to me the people who say okay they need to re up on Fields and just take Marvin Harrison. Because they still have no offensive line, they still have no run game. They're it's they have no the defense is shaky at best, right? No, that bad. And, it's, it's, and, it's bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I could see the argument. Okay, what you got? Fields, you got Moore, you got Komet, you got um, Harrison Jr. Right on the offense, which is it, that's a good, very it's good, nasty. very it's good nasty. offense. The problem is, problem with that is, in my opinion, Fields holds them back. So we're right back in we're right back in the same situation <laughs> next year, and you're going to have to pay Fields. I mean, he's going to get paid by some team regardless. Or, or you, you know what I'm saying? Like you one year down, or you in this lame duck it? Just yeah. cut your losses. Just cut your losses and move on. That's my Let's opinion. Say, here we have Fields. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the problem was. We can name all these guys. We have can name all these guys. Who the guy throwing them the ball? Oh no, man! I, I, dream scenario for the Bears is is again still get Marvin Harrison. My dream scenario is you get him one. Dream scenario for the Bears with the ninth pick Caleb, trade up is that Caleb Williams is Patrick Mahomes. Like I think, you, I think you got. Okay, whatever you want to say about Caleb Williams, is he better than Justin Fields for the Bears next season? The answer Man, is yes. that's another question. The answer is yes. He comes in with a fresher start, so you could teach him and mold him fresh, more. Fresh start, fresh offense. You're not, you're not with Field yeah, on no the offense. fifth offensive coordinator in the last five yeah. years. It's like, again, we'll see how he plays. I, again, he, you can't go worse than Caleb Williams, but it's like, dude, you could get Marvin Harrison and then trade up your ninth pick in a dream scenario and just try and get another quarterback in the top five. Because somebody, somebody's going to be willing to trade down you if you're willing to give up that ninth pick and another first to for you to sneak up into draft. We've seen it happen. We've seen we've seen a 49ers team waste picks to trade up into the draft to take Terry Lance, and now that's regulated into a fourth-round pick. But I'm just saying, give up, and they give up a tenth. Give up a ninth is fine. There's a lot of there's a lot of you know like mock drafts going on now. There's a lot more quarterbacks percolating into the fourth into the first round. Is there, is there a scenario where Marvin Harrison Jr. slides? Is what? Is there a scenario where he slides? Like Marvin he, Harrison Jr. slides up yeah, or down? Down. I there's don't a see, run on, I don't there's see a run on quarterbacks, and they just kind of – quarterback, quarterback, he just kind of falls. I don't forward. see him falling anywhere past six. I'm going to be so honest with you. I don't see him falling past six. And that's being generous. So that's if being he's, very generous. So let me ask you this, right? If you're 
so with this scenario, we think Caleb goes one. Yeah. And Drake we made two. Drake made two. And you think Harrison goes. I can see Harrison going three and down. And I don't see him going past the Giants. I don't see him going past Arizona. And, and again, that's what, five? Arizona, oh, that's four. Arizona, that's Arizona's kind of, Arizona's four. Arizona's kind of in this weird. And the only reason why I don't see Arizona not taking him if he's there is because their next best pick is what, Malik Neighbors? I'd much rather Marvin Harrison Jr. I would take I would take and not, Neighbors would is good. Him. Neighbors is good, but Marvin Mar- Mar- Harrison Jr. is Mar- potential tough. It's tough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Patriots just lost Bill Belichick. Why would you still pass? Well, you're not passing up on Marvin Harrison Jr. if he's there at three. Who's playing quarterback? I just, I no, just figured it out. I just figured it out. I just figured it out. You want to trade Fields to the Patriots? Trade Fields to the Patriots. Fields at least is better than Mac Jones. At least. He is better than Mac Jones. I'll get – no, because everybody think I'm a Fields hater. You are. Like, I'm Stone Cold. I'm not, uh, Steve Austin. I'm not a Fields hater. I am just very realistic with what I'm saying. And he's no, not no, no. that you, good. You, you no, no, no. Justin Fields like Bradley Bill. He has big game and it's always in a world. Whoa, 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 whoa. Comparatively speaking, like if we're talking about talent comparative to the rest of the field, the rest of their peers, Bradley Bill is way better than Justin Fields. But you still hate on them the same type of level. No, I don't. Uh, I you, don't. Even, you don't even put Fields on superstar status. You just think he's overrated. Uh, he's not over. He's mid. Like he's he's a middle of the pack quarterback. So again, this he, is where he I is. Lie. He is Black Daniel Jones. This is where I lie. If you're the Bears, you take Harrison one. Yeah, Kid Williams gonna go two. May 3 now, because then I guess the Patriots now take May. Fine. Guess what? Cardinals at 4. Yeah, they can keep that 4th pick, or the Bears can try and trade up to that 4th pick, give them a future first. You're now taking, in my opinion, one, another very, very good QB, Jay McDaniels, at 4. You then got Marvin Harrison, Jay McDaniels. I like it. No. I do it. That's too, that's too, you're too dependent on giving up whatever next year that you may need for two offensively powered guys, you have the the cast I mean, space I, to war and the free agency to get yourself it's a basically, It's basically almost what Houston did. I mean, unless you think Houston, Houston did, look what Houston, like Houston did. Jump, unless you think you can take a Houston like jump. You have the talent offensively to say, yeah, we can make that jump. We just got to bolster the O-line, which you could do in free agency because you could pay dudes hefty. And if you're paying O-linemen hefty, yeah, some of them are going to be like, no, nah, I mean, I like where I'm at. Oh, how many zeros you just added to that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I could consider moving in the would same. You not, would you not? Would you not? Would you not use that ninth pick and draft a, a offensive lineman? I don't even think they would. I don't even think they're. They're not even considering doing it now. Like every, uh, they might be, but every mock report I've been seeing, like everyone has them taking a wide out, either Romeo Duze or Neighbors if he falls. So they're taking Williams and a wide out anyway, right? So instead of taking Williams in the third or second best wide out, why not take the first bet wide out and get? The second or third best QB because at the end of the day, I think McDaniel's gonna have. I think McDaniel's gonna have good potential. Or Dan, I'm sorry, Daniel's gonna have good potential in the NFL. I think he's gonna he he fits the ideal scenario of what the Bears want. Or if you want to go with a more prototypical to what they've had before, Jason McCarthy's there from Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. That's a guy that can sling the ball. He's that sneaky athleticism that nobody talks about. No, like nobody respects about. Do you, him. He do has you, I mean, I couldn't. I can't. I mean, it's it's still kind of ironic to me that I didn't think McCarthy was a first round quarterback. 
Hey, he snuck in. He he's crept up. He's, like, I mean, to he's sneak in, crept up. to sneak in, and that we're talking about him as a potential top ten pick is ridiculous. And he's probably going to end up going twelve. I think he falls a little bit. Like these these predictions are people. Uh, a lot of, all right, so let me so let me so let me, let me let me go through the teams right now. To I I will I will ask you whether or not you think they need a quarterback. Obviously, Chicago one quarterback, Washington two quarterback. Yes, New England three quarterback. Who? Patriots three? Patriots three quarterback? No, I think they take I think they take Marvin Harrison. I don't think they let him win. No, 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 no. But do they need a quarterback? Is my question. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Patriots quarterback, okay. yes. Arizona, do Arizona need a quarterback? 50-50. They I, it's not horrible to say. They, they I think I think they might I think they might be in the Chicago. They 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 the problem, is they the problem is they've paid Kyler. You said they they're stuck. They're honest. stuck. And that's where, if you want any reason why I think Chicago should get off fields right now while they can, the Cardinals are stuck. Look at the Cardinals. Yeah. So, but so now, no, now I'll say no. Cardinals no to a quarterback. Chargers no. Chargers for sure no. Giants yes. They can, but they're they're in the same situation. They paid this mid quarterback and they're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck too. But yes, quarterback. Yes, they need one. Titans, we think they got their guy. No, they got, we'll they got their guy. And if okay. not, they got a QB battle at least. So All right. Atlanta? Yes. Chicago, we mentioned again. Yes. And then the 10th pick was the Jets. No. 12 is – or 11 is Minnesota. Yes. No. Yeah. no Fields, I mean, uh, 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 Cousins isn't – Cousins isn't Cousins even signed. Cousins hurt. Come, they could pay Cousins. But, but, you, but think about it. Cousins got hurt in the middle of the season. Yeah, because it's towards Achilles. And they the can come back. Season. They'll pay it now. They can give him respectively less. Do you think? But do you think he'll be back in time for the week one? I think he could be. If not, you still have Dobbs, uh, at least for the first two weeks. I mean, but you they bet they completely benched Dobbs. They did, which is crazy because he was whatever. Uh, completely okay. benched. Him. I'll, I'll I'll switch Vikings. Yes. Okay. Do I think they'll get one? No, but Vikings. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's not the question. I'm just saying, do they need a quarterback? Yeah, Vikings. Yes. Denver. Yes. Vegas. Yes. Saints. Yes. Colts will say no. no we'll see no, what Anthony no, is like. Absolutely not. No, no, no. We'll I see like what Anthony is like. Seattle. No. Jacksonville. No. Cincinnati. Now I'm in the teams that got Come on, come on now. Come oh. on. Oh, wait, because 20 Steelers, yes. Could that be Fields? Could that be? I don't think they go young guy. I don't think they, they go young guy. I don't think they draft again the quarterback. They don't trade for one. Or I don't. I, but but I think they're. I think they're kind of. I think they need a veteran guy. Yeah, like they're a, not. Like a, hold on, hold on. I know this is not going to be popular, and I know you say Russell Wilson. Going. I can see it. No, I wasn't going to see Russell Wilson. I was going to say Jimmy G. No, I can't see it. But they and, and he just got suspended for uh, yeah the, the Jimmy G thing. I, you, you, that 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 rag is dry now. Yeah, it's done. So now there's got to be another like veteran type quarterback that's out there. I would honestly, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm like, yo, Kirk, what's up, man? Like, come in, teach Kenny yeah, how to Kirk's play. Gonna, again, Kirk's gonna have a lot of options, and now and like, no, everybody's gonna be like, what do you mean? No, Kirk's gonna have options. Kirk's gonna have options because there's a lot. Because we just went down the draft order. There's we got the re- to like tw- yeah, we got to like twenty options. before. Like, there's the reunion mm-hmm. options with him and the Commanders. Because if you think about it, the Commanders like, yo, we just why don't we just take Marvin Harrison and then sign Kirk? They like that. I, they I, they would like that, right? Like they like that. Uh, if you're Kirk and the Raiders have been like a team that he's been tied with a little bit, why would he not want to play in Las Vegas with Devontae mm-hmm. Adams? Okay, that's available. That's another thing. 
Do you think because then there's a rumor out there that Devontae Adams might be on the block? Yeah, which if he is, then oof. And if he is, you know who's you know who's calling. Yeah. And but then it's also like, okay, Kirk could also go to the Patriots. <laughs> Why? Because if they decide to take Marvin Harrison Jr., Kirk, we've seen what Kirk's done with rookie wide receivers. Record Atlanta. Atlanta could potentially do it if they want to go to the veteran. If they, if they, if, they if Atlanta gets cousins right now, they're they, my pick to win the division. They're my pick to win the division. They win the division. division hands down. And it's not yeah, no hands down. Hands down. They're, they're my pick again. And then you also have like other free agent the free agent wide receivers have just like bolstered themselves now because you're talking about how the Jags might not be bringing back Calvin Ridley, which I think would be a huge loss. But they don't want to like lose the pick that they would have to give up for him if they sign him. Um, Mike Evans might be a free agent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> never, never missed a thousand yards in his career. He's way they they, they used to compare him to Allen Robinson. That was bad. Uh, Mike Evans is top tier. The, you have so many. Nelson Aguilar just resigned, so he's out. There's, there's a lot. There's available. There's a lot. Bad. There's definitely a lot. Like the free agency this year has like went from being one of those classes where we were like, oh, this free agency is going to be horrible to whoa. <laughs> like yeah. it's just whoa. Definitely crazy. Well, Jerry, we're going to take a quick pause. We're going to come back. We're going to talk. Come back on the other side of the break. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk All Star Weekend. We're going to talk about the 200 points that the East scored in one of the most disrespectful, disgraceful displays of basketball I've ever seen on television. But we got to get straight to the point first. Let's do it. Why did we choose Zencaster? Because it was a perfect fit. Zencaster allowed us to be able to record, download our audio and video without hassle. It's a platform that supported us as a growing podcast and still supports us now, knowing that we're trying to build and grow something. Being a part of Zencaster was just great for us, knowing that we're in two different locations, but are able to record like we're in the same room. And it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. All you got to do is log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen. And with Zencaster's multi-layer backups, ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried about what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording, and it removes those awkward pauses in the conversation as well. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. Go to Zencaster.com pricing and use our code STTP Podcast, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same experience as we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. And don't forget the code. STTP podcast. All right, Jared, let's talk about NBA All-Star Weekend. We have the skills challenge, three-point shooting contest, dunk contest, and the All-Star game itself. A lot of people love the idea of All-Star Weekend, but a lot of people leave feeling underwhelmed after All-Star Weekend is over. Jared, how do we how do we fix this? Okay. Like, what do we do? How do we you move forward? You, you can't fix the All Star Game. It's horrible, and it's not. It's always been horrible. Though, like they used they they really used to be like, oh, the All Star Game was way more competitive. Back, let's be for real. Even with AI, and that's the closest I can say I watched was like AI, right? Because I wasn't before night like now. AI was of uh, two thousand one and up. He was a All Star. I don't remember anything else before that, so I don't know what the All Star Games looked like before the uh, early two thousands. But it wasn't that much more competitive either. Guys just couldn't shoot the three ball that well, so that's why there was a lack of points. If they could all pull threes, and I'm not saying pull threes because they did. They shot a lot. 
in those All-Star games, I'm talking more like if they could cash threes at the way players cash in threes now, the scores would have been just as high, if not even higher, because all that started when it really just not played defense. Like, come on, let's be for real. Shaq wasn't playing no defense in the All-Star game. He wasn't. He was going out there being point Shaq. If you watch some of the highlights from the All-Star game, he was having fun. He was, he was balling out. All-Star I, game, they don't still take it serious. And why would I they? Think, I, think the, I, think the, I think the way you do it is you shorten the quarters. Yeah, I don't. Nope. Short the quarters. Nah, they're still not going to. If you short the quarters, players are like, oh, we can get out of here earlier so I can go party. And that's fine. That's what they're doing. Let's, get let's, not, waste, TV let's not waste everybody's time. Yeah, let's, let's get them off four, my TV screen. Like, let's do four 10-minute quarters. But even before we even touch the All-Star game, can we switch and the time slots to the three-point and dunk contest? Dunk contest is washed. Dunk it's contest. Washed. It needs to take him. It needs to take him. Either take get rid of it. Either get the guy. Get good guys. Get like all star elite. And they never do. They just got an all star, and he was mediocre. But they were trying to. The storyline was trying to I, have was, him. They were trying to spice him. Storyline was trying to portray him as oh he was doing great dunks. Well, Jalen Brown was he dunked over five three Kais and that. You got Matt McClung dunking over two guys. Shaq, you know that. Kai's who, for the view. Who going, who going to jump over Wembenyama? That's what I need to see. Where is John? Oh, I, don't, I don't know, but like where? Again, where? Listen, this needs to be an Adam Silver punishment. Uh, this is need to be part of John Morant's. Uh, um, what's the, what's it called when you give back? Penance. This needs to be yeah. part of his penance. But dunk contest, dunk contest. Abolish dunk contest. No, right, get better. Do the, get better. Do the dunk contest uh, or have. You gotta have like Ja Zion. You gotta have like all the top tier guys. Any, none, of these, none of these want to do it because why? They're like, I don't want to participate do in something that where the the judges stink. And they, again, these judges are better than when Dwayne Wade and them were judging. Oh my god, that was horrible. Oh, your your, your boy your boy Wade is the worst judge rigged Wade ever. Worst, yeah, one ever. Like, down bad in his career as a judge for All Star, but oh well, whatever. You, you got you wanted your guy to win, whatever. We gotta get like the judges stink. But guess why they stink? Because these dunks are like dunks aren't that great. Players that are doing the dunks, yeah, they they might be dunkers, but they're not like all stars all over town. Where I'm watching guys that you want to really see jump out the gym, and it's like okay, move the time slot. Three point contest has been way better. They actually compete. The three point contest why? Because they try to prove they're the best shooter in the league, whatever. So move the three point contest to the dunk contest spot. It's still gonna take the same amount of time slot. This viewership's gonna go up tremendously because now people have to actually stay and watch the. All Star game. If you look at the viewership count for the, uh, I'm not sorry, the All Star game uh, for the All Star weekend on Saturdays, it dips at the three point contest. It it significantly dips. Why? Because you're here for the three point contest. Yeah, you got to kind of watch the skills challenge and them hoisting half court shot, whatever. But when that three point contest start, I'm watching Carly Towns, who's like just shooter, Ta- Trey Young shooter, Steph versus Sabrina, which was fun to watch. Enjoyed it. Dame winning. Back to back three point contest, just shooting lights out. Like I'm, I get to watch actual all stars competing in an actual all star event, shooting out the gym. And then yeah, you could give me the outliers where Matt Bonner won a three point contest and he, he wasn't an all star, but that dude was one of the better big shooters in the league at that time. And he was just out the gym shooting that. He shot right. that thing out the gym. It, it was a rarity when non all star guys no. won, and they always had that one non all star guy in a three point contest. This year is Malik Beasley, right? Like you always have that one or two guys, that are guys, and that's fine. But in a dunk contest, I should have three non all stars to one all star, and the one all star is getting to the finals of a dunk contest where he didn't deserve. But it's it. not even Jerry. It's not even all stars in the dunk contest. Them dudes not even in the league. 
yeah, no, no. I mean, they're like, in the league if you consider they're the, in uh, the league, league, but they're not in the league. They're not they're actually not getting NBA minutes. The NBA. Yeah, they're not getting NBA minutes. Like they're not on one of the NBA rosters. No, they're not even sitting the pine. They're they're in there. They're watching those games for of their respective teams from their G League rocker room. Like, like, come on. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like these guys are hooping. No, like, it's not. No, this is, this is not a slight to them at all. It's a slight this to the slight Adam to the Silver and yo, what are you doing? Get these, is, get these dudes out here. And the crazy part is, I I liked the philosophy two years ago. That was probably the most competitive All Star game we had saw in years. Where I'm watching and B getting the ball in the fourth, taking it think, off, block on LeBron and all them. That may be how we do it. They may need to play to. They may need to play. It might be need. To, it might need to be games of twenty one. Like go it might, back, yeah. Go back to 21. that. We got to This is what you need to score by the uh, end of each quarter, and then in the last what four or three minutes of crunch time, you're playing for something that got to add to the players, either the charities mm-hmm. that they want, whatever. Now, let's if you want to make it money incentive. It's score, just compa- it's, now it's, you have a competitive. Two years ago was the most competitive we saw in the NBA, where I'm watching him beat like, block LeBron in a half court set and. Down four points in an All Star game, and that was the lowest scoring All Star game I think we saw. It was like one twenty two at one time to one twenty five, right? Like it was, it was crazy. And then that was it. After that, they just strayed away from it again. They were, they was like the captain's thing's not working out. Why? because like obviously we see how it's not working out. Uh, personal biases were getting in the way. Uh, they the guy, some guys were just like, I don't want to play on this tier's team because they got somebody else. I'm not, I'm not really messing with whatever, whatever's going on. That was getting in the way. Tampering was kind of getting in the way with what they're they're claiming. But come on, people have been tampering for years. But that was the closest I've ever seen to a complete. Oh, no, they, they do all the, all the real tampering going on overseas at the Olympics. Yeah, like all the come on, not even just over all the real tampering goes on at the Jay Z White Party. It goes on at the every other event that you see. And it's they're tampering when they're working harder in these UCLA runs than they are at the All Star game. Like let's, let's be for real. Like their player, I've I watched Chris. When I tell you, this is why I was excited when I got him when we got him this season, and I'm still excited that we have him on our roster. Rico Hines is a player's coach. Development has been huge. Let's look at the Sixers, right? Each player has respectively played at a level that we didn't even know they had within them. Going off of even just trading Jay and Springer. That's Rico Hines' effect. And guess what? I can name you every all-star that goes to the Rico Hines runs at UCLA. And they ball yeah. out. Dude, they ball out. Name them. Name them. From Paul George to Kawhi yeah. Leonard to James yeah. Harden to Russell yeah. Westbrook yeah. to Pascal Siakam, Tyrese yeah. Maxey, Kevin yeah. Durant, yeah. Uh, Devin Booker was there. Yeah. We uh the only person that hasn't gone is LeBron. Tatum was there. Jalen Brown yeah, was there at one yeah. point. Uh, before he became regulated to uh no back Simmons. Ben Simmons was at those runs. Like we got yeah. all the he was a superstar at one point. Like we had all these guys there balling out. And I'm all like they're balling out to the point where they used to be close runs. Now they're mm-hmm. open to the public runs at some times. And now they're on YouTube where you could really just rewatch the highlights of Rico Hines runs for the summer. And they're getting more views in the All Star game. That's all I'm saying. I I'd much rather watch them play in the Drew League before I watch the All Star game. Real hoops. Like I I'd much rather watch Denzel Valentine getting cooked by Frank on, Nitty, by Frank Nitty than I would watch the All Star game. Why that's, do that's we what have, I'd say. Why do we have to give a, a Denzel Valentine strike? What I, did well, Denzel I mean, Valentine I only did it because that's what Frank Nitty. When Frank Nitty was balling on him, bro. Frank Nitty could have been an NBA player, which is very fair. It's accurate. If you know his storyline, you understand how, how good that dude was at Hoops. It still is. Those games, these Drew Lee games, were co- comparatively more competitive than the All-Star game. And, and All-Star players are playing in the Drew League. 
Think about that. Like that's what's going on. I'm watching LeBron and DeRozan team up, which should have happened for the Lakers. <laughs> sorry about y'all, but that more fun. <laughs> I'm not sorry about that. Like I watched Chet break his ankle, pin down in LeBron's shot in a, in a summer league game. And again, that's probably what now. Look where he's at now. The Thunder, are one of the best teams, but literally got hurt in an offseason blocking LeBron James' shot in a summer league game. But I don't even got guys trying to block a shot in the All Star game. It's, it's over. Like you can't fix. What they don't want to work at, and and it's not just them too. The players don't want to do it. This like this. The All Star Game is basically a break into their break, like they're unwinding, but they still got to hoop a little bit, and then then they get the four day break after the All Star Games on a Sunday. They like you know they don't go back to basketball until Thursday. And the real we know there's such a big break because what this guy's been a three time All Star and has only combined for thirty five points in all three games, and this dude's just dropped seventy three this season. Or I'm sorry, yeah, seventy three season. Uber Dodgers doesn't give a crap about the All Star Game. Doesn't care at all. Like, and why would he? He's like, there's not competitive. And now, Chris, I'll throw it out there. I've been talking to some people. I think Thursday, we're going to see Luka go off and Jokic go off. And I, I don't know how it's going to happen. I think Jokic trickle dub. So it's going to happen. Lock it in now. But the F All Star game, we're back. Game from Luka and Jokic are going to be there. Like, they're going to hit. Like, these two players are going to ball out. And they're going to be like, the way he's going to be like, oh, man. Luka and them just went crazy. I'm like, listen, they don't care about the All Star game. They, 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 they I, we're just here. We're, just, we're happy to be All Stars, but we don't care. I'd rather be home. They get to be best friends together and play together, but they don't want to. They won't be there. Speaking of All Stars, before we wrap it up, Jared, I think it's time for us to take a victory lap on Halliburton. Oh man, great call by I, us. Great. Call. I think. I think it's time. I think it's time to take a victory lap, dude. I was DMs about people saying, "Why are you calling him the best pointer in the league?" It's because he is. <laughs> it's because he is. Like, what are we talking about? I seen this dude with this weird jump shot in Sacramento. Cash. Toiling away in Sacramento. Now, listen, him and, him and Fox was starting to kind of learn how to work together. It, it was wasn't good. perfect, but it was a work in progress. But you can see Halliburton has some has some potential. Halliburton had the potential that some people argue me down about Justin Fields about. Halliburton, <laughs> I'm not. Hold on, I'm never going. I'm never going to give Michael Foster peace for this one. Never, no peace. But anyway, Halliburton had all the potential. You could see it, but it just it was getting stunted in Sacramento. We talked about it at the time where we where we called the Kings unserious. We were right about Halliburton. We were wrong about the Pacers Kings trade. It actually worked out for both teams. I mean, honestly, it, it worked honestly. out for both teams. Because think it about it, Jared. Out, but dang, the Kings just look like. Hold on, but think about uh. it. Think about it, Jared. Kings got their fruition last year. They were the three seed. You know, had that great run series with the Warriors, et cetera, whatever. But they had a great, great run last year. Yeah, Pacers run is not this year. Halliburton's yeah. explosion. Pacers hosting the All-Star game. Pacers in, in the top of the East or in the top half of the East. It's it's balanced. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it balanced out for both teams. I think well. the Pacers were lucky they didn't take Fox. And the Kings are unfortunate that they didn't give up Fox. Because that's what they were arguing. They weren't going to give up Fox for Sabonis. But now, in hindsight, you're like, man, maybe I should have given up Fox for Sabonis. Because Halley and Sabonis would have probably beat the Warriors last year. I'm just throwing it out there. I think they do. I think that team goes is a lot further than what they are than with Fox bonus, but it's not saying it's a loss on either the trade worked, but man, hindsight 2020 is such a real thing because that's just how much potential and growth Sabon uh Halliburton has shown. And it's only gonna get better. 
I dude's legit the best player in the league right now. The the high, the, the best playmaking pointer at that point. I, I'm not gonna say scoring pointer, but he's the best playmaking pointer in the NBA right now. It's like night and day. You, the right. assist the assist values he's gonna he brings not only just to the game of basketball, but he was even he was barred on the All Star game where they you know they let him shoot five straight threes and they say nah, go for every cash. like he scores 15 points in 90 seconds. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, shout out to. Hey, Coach Doc Rivers for even coaching the All-Star game. I don't know how I, I really don't know how he got that, how he Jimmy rigged that, but good for him. So I think they, they heard it mentioned it during the broadcast. It's the, it goes to the top team in the standings. Uh, the he top. took over for uh, Avery Griffin. He took over for Avery Griffin. But the thing is, Boston would have Boston did it last year, so you can't do it consecutive years. Can't do it. Okay. So it goes to number shout, seven. Shout him out as well. Ten straight points for Tyrese. Shout Matthews. out to oh, Doc for being. Shout out to Doc for being Dominant. number two. Number yeah. two. You know, shout out to Rivers for doing what he does always. Minutes and even the Austin game. Trash. Trash. Number, number two. But no, man, uh, Austin game is I, – I can't think of any way to fix it. Everybody keeps giving out these solutions and criteria. My only thing is just – I don't think it's really, I think the way to fix it, it, like you said, I think the way you fix it, like you said, is to do – instead of doing, like, the traditional scoring system, you give them a target. Target yeah, goal. Let's go back to the targeted goal and let's switch the dunk contest to three point contest. That's my only off. Those are the only solutions I got for you. Do the dunk contest first and then do the, dunk, the three point yeah. contest. Yeah, keep making the skills challenge where it's at. Dunk contest got to be second. The three point contest is the highlight of All Star Weekend. It's the most watched event. It's what everyone wants to see. All right. Speaking of things everyone wants to see, make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials. That's at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore JW Hughes. Definitely check us out on YouTube and on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok at underscore JW215. We have more content coming, some interviews coming up now. We haven't done an interview yeah. in forever. Not even interviews. Listen, I hate calling interviews because we're in reality just a guest. We have more guests coming on. We haven't had a guest yeah. in a while. We did some, we, we've done interviews before, but we, you know, we have a guest coming on. This is the time of year we start getting the guests. Yeah. You know, we don't have football mock draft and yeah. mock drafts and some, some different things of that nature. I know what everyone's thinking. Why didn't you talk about Mahomes? Why didn't you do this? We we got people coming to talk about Mahomes. Okay? Yeah, I'm not you about to spice it. Listen, what you, want, what you want me to say? He got three rings, all right? Damn. Yeah, and sure. Reed. Shout out Reed. That's it, Shut man. Shout, shout out Andy Reed, Reed man. Get off his finest. That's all. Man, forget. Yeah, that's it. Listen, that's listen. Make sure you follow straight to the point of all your favorite socials at, at SCTV Podcast. Make sure you listen to us on wherever you get your favorite podcast. Leave us a review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, I did all the plugs, Jared. Let's, let's end it. Yeah, man. Let's get straight to the point. Let's do it.